Hi, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Monday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, this morning, uh, seasonal workers become quite the talking point this year. Some people don't want to talk about it. Uh, the mosque inquiry looks like uh, the way we license firearms might be to blame, or a, a lot to blame. Uh, Mike has a little whinge about ACC, his annual whinge, and then uh, he comes up with a very bad idea for uh, people uh, forced to stay in MIQ. But before any of that, uh, what's the Prime Minister done about the uh, Cook's travel bubble? No, seriously, what? Yes, that was a pause. Uh, was there a pause of inner turmoil? Cook's bubble? Uh, Cook's bubble. Mm, yes, uh, did that come out of left field? Did, had she forgotten about a bubble? How many planes can we get through there? Let's have a listen. Cook's bubble? Uh, Cook's bubble. I think we can probably go two. Let's see if we can get two planes um, through there. One to Rarotonga, one to Sydney. Let's see if we can. Cook's bubble? Three? Four planes, maybe? Do you think we could get three or four planes through the Cook's Bubble? It's just like, you do wonder, honestly, without being too mean about this, you do wonder at times whether this government's interested in doing anything about anything at all, ever. I feel like it's been a long time since we've done a, a um, pause of inner turmoil. Uh, with about five seconds left before we were back on air, Mike says, oh, instead of a truck in the gap, can we have a couple of planes, please? That's that's how I my life rolls. Host makes unreasonable demands. I have to turn things around instantly. That's why we're the greatest. Um, not so great uh, trying to get these seasonal workers in to pick things. Uh, why is it so hard? What a deflating experience it was Friday, reading, watching and listening to all those horticultural industry people responding to the government's 2000 RSE decision. The manipulation... I would like to think hasn't passed most of us by. The shabby and shoddy way these farmers are being treated is really an outrage dressed up as a solution, of course. They all said basically what they had to say when you're dealing with the government and afraid to say what you really think for fear of your livelihood being stuffed completely. The 2,000 workers is a good start, they said. What they really meant is 2,000 were at least 11,000 short, and your delusional view that thousands of unemployed New Zealanders are falling over themselves to climb a ladder and pick apples merely shows what a bunch of ideologically driven, unionised, sheltered idiots you are. To be fair to the government, the accommodation incentives are not bad ideas. Even the idea of tossing a grand at a local that hangs in there for six weeks I can probably live with. But as I tried to explain through stats and facts last week, the simple reality is we require, rightly or wrongly, large swathes of foreign labour, not just in the fields of this country, but in the kitchens, on trucks, on tractors, in labs, in offices. Over 660 different job types are on the skill shortage list. What the government are doing is playing a dangerous game using COVID as an excuse. We can't bring in any more because there isn't space, they say. Crap. The minuscule space we've set aside and refused to grow isn't full at the best of times and they refuse to grow it at all. The industry, in fact a number of industries, are falling over themselves pleading to be allowed to offer their own ISO facilities to expand capacity and the government keeps saying no. And they say no because it suits their agenda. They have a gun to the heads of various industries, pay more or you get nothing. They're trying to reinvent the makeup of the workforce and it won't work because it's never worked and a pandemic-driven smokescreen isn't changing that. It is a crime that a government in an agricultural country is prepared to watch hundreds of millions of dollars of produce potentially rot and waste 
just to gerrymander their agenda by holding the farmers of this country to ransom. Right, enough of the government's inactivity. Something that has been happening is this inquiry into the uh, mosque sh- shooting. Uh, it looks like, um, yeah, we get our hands on too many bits of guns too easily. I think that's that's what's happened there. The good news on the Royal Commission's report into Christchurch and the shooting is that we get to see that detail in a bit over a week. Now, the worrying thing is... A lot of it will be suppressed for 30 years, some of it because it makes sense to, but surely questions are going to be raised if we don't get the answers we want. The most important thing is for answers and understanding as to why it happened and whether it happened due to fault or not, and whose fault that is. I think we can fairly safely conclude already that mistakes were made. As we outlined last week, the fact a single bloke without obvious means can wander to the parts of the world he did without a single security agency asking questions is right for exploration, I would have thought. The questions around his firearms licence, there seems confirmation that a gaming friend and the friend's parent were the references when references have to be from family. This would appear to expose the police and the system badly. Now, those people's names are suppressed, the police names are suppressed, and you can understand why. Classified material is suppressed for fairly obvious reasons as well. But if blame is apportioned, is it going to be dressed up as systemic failure, as these things so often are? Is a gun licence failing the failing of the individuals or the force in general? And if it's individuals, will we ever know if those individuals are held to any sort of account? And if it's the force at fault, same question applies. Does the buck stop at the top? Or do we just reassure everybody that although mistakes were made, reviews have been held, routine has been tightened up, with a vague promise that something like this can never happen again? I look, you see, at Pike River. A decade on, a royal commission later. The questions still aren't answered, the claims still get laid, mistakes are still outlined. Just last week, the Whittle offer of payment was still being admonished. The grief is still very real. Is this report going to be another decade plus of angst, upset, unresolved questions and lack of answers? Do the redactions lead to suspicion and a lack of closure for those who deserve it most? You get the sense that already with the suppression recommendations that we are being lined up for a watered-down duck-for-cover sort of document that has been driven by the desire to be seen to be doing the right thing as opposed to actually doing the right thing for the sake of the victims. I hope I'm wrong. Right, now, at about this time every year, uh, Mike gets very exercised about ACC charges because he gets his ACC bill. Very good advice on the uh, on the text on the ACC. Regarding ACC, for those that are self-employed, there is a choice called ACC Cover Plus Extra. And you can dial down your cover to any level you like, which reduces your premium, obviously reduces your cover as well. Any half-decent insurance advisor will be able to help. Not applicable for employees, though. Uh, ACC, Mike's successive governments have introduced tough new safety regulations, some seriously ridiculous in the building industry, forcing new house prices up significantly on the basis of making industry safer. Fine, but why did builders' ACC fees not come down as a result? These are the questions we ask. I mean, I'm, the reason I raise the question, I'm regarded as a journalist which I am not, and I've never claimed to be. And journalism is dovetailed roughly into you going potentially into a war zone and getting killed. Thus, the danger level or risk of injury goes up. None yeah, I, of mean, which... I mean, you do cop flack, but I you co- don't I, wear I, I a flak jacket. Flack, but I've never claimed ACC for copping flack. And so the chances of me injuring myself in a way that prevents me from working, I mean, yes, I could fall off a ladder at home, I guess, but the chances of me injuring myself at work is virtually zero. Do, do you not... Say to them, have you ever listened to the show? Do you not realise how I am not a journalist in any way, shape or form? <laughs> I should use that line. Do I sound like a journalist for God's sake? That should work, actually. I might give that a go. But that advice on the uh, the plus extra stuff, that's good, that's, that's good work. Yeah, uh, that is a bit of a mystery. Monster number one uh, is th- these days she's a uh, music teacher 
um, it does it teaches some lessons from our house uh, piano saxophone clarinet she has to pay ACC so presumably I suppose that's for when she slams the piano lid down on their fingers for not doing enough practice but that's not an accident that's that's just discipline that is anyway bit of a mystery I suppose they could trip up on the front doorstep when they come in um, some of them do wear questionable foot, footwear you see it all in the entranceway they leave their shoes, jandals, slides does that mean they're playing the piano in bare feet? doesn't sound very hygienic we're going to finish up here uh, with uh, uh, well we had a, a lady on this morning who was uh, who we, we interviewed her from uh, quarantine from isolation and then uh, as the host signed off he had this great idea I sent her the frequencies for ZB get them locked in no worries all well I don't know why we didn't think of that why don't we have our frequencies in every MIQ hotel in the country saying the only station left we closed all the rest of ZB do we think about that in the branding department bright ideas Mike Hosking breakfast he knows MIQ is a safety precaution right it's not a punishment these people haven't been sentenced to something you know, it's just to make sure that they're not carrying COVID. Why they would be inflicted with our show against their will, I don't, I don't think that's... You choose it. It's a cho- it should be a choice. And if you're listening now from, from quarantine, welcome. Thank you. What are you doing? Oh, that's right, you've got nothing else to do. That's right. I'm Glenn B. Uh, that was the rewrap, and we'll be back again wherever you're listening from tomorrow. See you there.